Godzilla. Top shelf, other side, what? Ready for the action, meet me on the app. Bought some killers with me, heaters on they lap. Represent my city, speaking on behalf. One time, creeping on me quickly, reaching for the Alright, what's going on people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It is your host, Jarrell, and I got my road dog, my partner in crime, the Bud Tender of the Year Award winner, Rocky. How you doing today? I'm good, my dude. How you doing? I'm chilling. It was a pretty slow day at the shop today. Holy good. My goodness. It was slow, but it was eh, Yeah, it was, you know. it was a weird day. Speaking of Bud Tender Awards, yes. and we speak about the Bud Tender Awards quite a, a bit. We got someone in the house that is huge, big, huge. That's an understatement. <laughs> CEO Keith, what's going on, what's my dude? Up? How you doing? I'm so excited to be here, you guys. I couldn't barely, uh, I was sitting on my hands when you were giving me my intro. I just couldn't wait to say hello. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited that you're here. Yeah. I've had some time to spend with you, and it's been amazing. Yeah. Um, and I want you to know that there's probably going to be a million questions that are going to be asked after this too, but after we interview you, I'm sure bud tenders are going to want to know, you know, everything there is to know about the bud tender awards and so clarifying some things too, because I think that uh, we want to make sure everybody is in the know and gets it out there because I feel like even though it's got a good buzz, it could be so much bigger. So if you're sitting at home and you're a bud tender, why have you not tried this? It's amazing, Keith. Yeah. How did you come up with this idea? Like that's wow. Yeah. That is either a long I answer know. or a short answer. I don't <laughs> trying to figure out which one to it attack it with. Short and long. You know, um, well, I, I, I was, I, I, I had been involved in a very conservative industry, in a business that I loved, but it was time for me to exit, and I was able to sell my company, <clears throat> and that company just for kind of, you know, shits and giggles, hopefully I can say that on this Absolutely, podcast, yeah. is, uh, was, was in the dental business. But it, it was like, I didn't want to just be in the dental business. That's, I mean, before that, I was in the artist management business, and I actually got to work with Exhibit and Alien Am Farm and some great bands, and, you know, I, I was in the music business. Right. But I had a, an opportunity to be in this thing, and it was a product called Gum Chucks. They looked like miniature nunchucks, but they were for your gums, and they had these detachable flossing tips so for their gums, they call them gum chucks. Right? Yeah. And it was this concept. I come up with this other guy, and we did that for seven years. And I sold that company. Uh, I sold that product in five thousand stores around the world. Yeah. So I really the whole pun of gum chucks. We had cartoon characters like Count Placula, Ninja Vitus, the Philosopher. <laughs> it was just fun as all hell building this 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 thing. So when I exited that company, I'm like, what am I going to do? I still want to be in marketing and branding because I love that as aspect of my business. You know. Right. So I started a marketing agency. Some of our first clients that came into the marketing agency were cannabis companies. And everybody wanted to be in front of the bud tenders. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do we create an environment where you're not pandering to the bud tenders and trying to get them to like your product because you give them some gifts, which is cool, but it's got to be more authentic, right? So like, we need to create an event where we can put people together in one room where there's all kinds of networking, not just, you know, sell my product. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of grew from there. And when I went online to look at GoDaddy, you know, because the first thing you come up with an idea, right. you're like, I'm going to go to Go GoDaddy and see if the domain's available. <clears throat> and I went there, and I'm like, Bud Tender Awards. There's no way that's available. Right. Typed it in, eight ninety nine. 
Right. I'm like, done. <laughs> oh, wait, what else can I get? <laughs> Bud Tender Awards, Bud Tenders Awards. And I just grabbed everything I could. Right, and then, yeah. of course, I yelled down the hall at my whole team. I'm like, lockdown Bud Tender Awards. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I went into the to the social media office and I'm like, because we have this, you know, this uh, software platform we use online to be able to grab all the domains. Right. So they had seen I'd already grabbed the domain on .com, but we grabbed all the major platforms, Instagram, social media, Facebook, you name it. So now we had like, you know, the name and we had all the platforms. Sorry, smoke's getting me in here. You guys are smoking. Uh, and, then, uh, and then also we were able to get the uh, trademark. Okay. So trademark, domain, it was all set. Nice, nice. So you just locked it in. <clears throat> And it was bud tenders for sure, which honestly, yes, and we talked about this too, forefront, in front of the customers, we kind of make big decisions, much bigger than people, most people think, you know, yeah. as far as a product and, and sell through and things of that nature. So I think it's really important. And I think bud tenders have that question at every single bud tender. We've talked about this within like lengths yeah. with so many bud tenders is what do you do after bud tending yeah where do i go yeah you know That's... what i mean am i gonna have to manage people which for a lot of people is a little scary especially if they haven't done it before i don't know if that's like the next best step up you know what i'm saying well i definitely think the bud tender awards that it presents an opportunity for you to look at other avenues because like butt tending, I feel like that's the perfect introduction to the cannabis industry. You can do all kind of networking, make connections, learn so much about you know the plant and the industry itself. And but like you said, sometimes you can feel stuck because you really don't want to go into that management role where you have to manage over other people. But I feel like, and you can kind of speak to this, the butt tender awards gave you like exposure to other people, other things that kind of gave you other opportunities in the industry. 100%. Yeah. So, um, speaking engagements, two of those coming up, uh, Canacosmo, uh, Camar, um, really excited about both. Uh, both of them have to do with butt tending. Yeah. And the opportunity Congratulations on that oh, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And here's the thing is I have to tell you, thank you. And I get this opportunity every time because <clears throat> that is the opportunity that it, that it presents. Sure. Who knows what doors that opens later on in life, but making those network connections are so huge. It's almost invaluable, yeah. a situation, because it keeps going and going. It builds and builds and builds. And um, to meet people right now that are like owning huge dispensaries in Canada and they want my input on situations or yeah. they just want to hear what I have to say, that's huge. Yeah. So, well, to see it grow. Yeah. from that moment and you know going back to that moment and how it got created you have to think for a second i mean not to get too deep but it's like you know life is made up of these small moments that yeah. become big deals yeah right and <clears throat> i think that if you're wired the way i feel like i am and my team and the people that work in our office um we, we care a great deal about communication we care a great deal about you know making sure that the true story or the proper story is told because narrative is everything, Absolutely. right? And when you look at the bud tenders, the one thing I recognized was is all these people that wanted to be in front of the bud tenders and these big brands, and I won't name names, they were just like, yeah, whatever. Like they didn't really care about the bud tenders. They just wanted the bud tenders to like them because they want to sell 
fucking product. Yeah. Right. But let's be honest about it for a second. Like, it's kind of like people talking shit about somebody behind their back, but they want to be their friend because of what they can get from that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was my problem with it because we said, wait a minute. And we looked into this and we had a girl who uh, was nominated for a Bud Tender Award. And she was so passionate. She, she couldn't wait to tell us this. Is that she had seen Sanjay Gupta's special on CNN with, Dr. with, uh, with um, Sanjay Gupta uh -huh. called Weed. <clears throat> and Alan Shekelford, you know, he discovered that uh, you could eliminate the seizures of, of these children with epilepsy by taking CBD. And she became so interested in that because her brother had epilepsy. And she worked as a bud tender uh, going to college, pre-med student, and she got into medical school. Mm. So it's like, what are you going to do after being a bud tender? I don't know. I mean, you're going to take your passion for something in the field and take it to the outside world to bring it back in. Right. Because that's what she's doing. There's so many stories we hear about people on a regular basis. This thing has grown into something that, like, you know you're on to something great right. when you start to feel good and wake up in the morning and go, I can't wait to get to the office and see what the DMs are today. You know? Right. Because that's what we do every day. Right. Yeah. And we say it all the time, like, um, I've been at my current job, at the current shop for almost two years now. It hasn't been one day where I woke up and said, I don't feel like going to work. Right. Or, like, I, don't, I, don't, I can't do yep. this today. Because this is, I genuinely enjoy what I do. The people that we help and like the the difference that we make in other people's lives like that's like it's it's invaluable like it's you know what i'm saying like right. you can't put a price on that so, and bud tender camaraderie is probably that the best well, yeah. you know like you don't you, i've worked at a lot of places and it's never been like really truly that family aspect you spend most of your time with those people those yeah. people, you spend more time with those people than you do your own family that's you know right. what i mean so it's a culture yeah, for sure. And I don't know if you knew this would happen, but because of the Bud Tender Awards, we we're able to connect with other Bud Tenders from different states yeah. and learn so much from them because we had um, guests on from our Bud Tenders from different states on the podcast, and every single time we learn something new. Like, oh, that's how you do it in Oregon, or that's how it goes in Chicago, and that's one of the greatest things. Now, this is a graphic you guys won't be able to see who are listening to this, but I'm going to read you some statistics here for a second because I just got this from my team. We have a really big sponsor um, that's coming on for this year, our, one of our title sponsors, and they wanted to see some metrics because the corporate team had to kind of approve it all, you know? Right. So from 2019, <clears throat> we had, uh, here's statistics. We had uh, from five different countries, we had 25 states, over 1,000 nominated bud tenders, and new nominee, new, oh, that's for this year, actually. We currently have 1,000 nominated bud tenders. New nominees are being nominated daily at budtenderawards.com. Little plug. So, but I mean, when you look at the different states, and I'm going to show you guys this graphic, and we can maybe kind of read some of that information for people, but it's like when you look at these states, it's like we've got Canada, Colorado, Illinois, Jamaica, Maryland, Massachusetts, Arizona, okay. California, Wisconsin, Washington, Texas, Puerto Rico, Oregon, Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Nevada. All of them. Wow. I mean, this. like, and that happened like brush fire. Wow. And it was so cool because we realized something early on and everything I've been saying to this point leads to this. Bud tenders are more than people working in a shop that sells weed. You are making recommendations like a pharmacist makes when you go pick up your prescriptions. Right. It is, it is medicine. It is fun. It is so many combination of so many different things in between. And people need to get proper recommendation with proper guidance and education. Preach, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's great that, you know, we can recognize that. Um, I'm super excited that we still have a platform right now. And we've offered that, you know what I mean? That's offered to you uh, 
with the Butt Tender Awards, I think it's just an amazing opportunity. Um, it's super simple. If you haven't done it, it's super easy online to actually get someone nominated and then to vote. I mean, they, if you've ever been on the website, if you haven't, go on there, www.buttenderawards.com. Real easy. Um, it's Instagram, too. Yep, Instagram as well. And the links are super simple. Vote, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, nominate. It's not like it's hard to uh, follow or go through. There's no crazy situation. Now, when you get nominated, um, obviously, you're, there's good reason for you to be nominated. People put you, you know, in the nomination for a reason. But Tender Ward's going to ask that. They're going to be like, yeah, so what do you have? What, yeah. what do you, you know, what's your contribution to the community? And it's an important question. So if you're out there and you're doing big things in the butt tending world and you're wondering, what do I do after this? Mm -hmm. Do this. Well, Try this yeah, out. I was going to say, I mean, for this next year, we've got like brand certification programs. So mm. we're getting people certified by brands. And it's like the cool thing about that is it gives you an opportunity to learn more about a brand. Whether you want to sell it or not, you get to learn more about it. You make your own choice. But more so when you get to meet the people from the brand and you, you make a connection, you network, and then who knows what happens. Maybe you get a job working with the brand because you're passionate about that brand. Yeah. There's right. so many opportunities. I mean, yesterday we were over at Planet 13, you know, and we were talking with um, with Dave uh, Ferris, you know, he's your brand and market marketing guy. And, you yeah. know, he said he, he worked his way up the ranks. He started off as a general guy at the shop and kind of just found his way up. You know, it's like now he's the head of... Uh, Marketing and branding for Planet 13, one of the best dispensaries in the business. Mm -hmm. right. It's like when you look at the opportunities, if you have an ambition, this is a great place because you get to get educated, you get to go forward, and you get to make something out of career out of it. And the industry is so that. new. Yeah. Like there's so many, there's so many voids you can fill. Like like you, perfect example, like the butt tender boards, like there was nothing like that. And you filled that void, and look how fast it just took off. Yes. Yeah, but you know what's funny? In the beginning, everybody was like, "Bud tender awards." What did bud tenders get an award? <laughs> it was like we had somebody make a comment. They were like, "Well, that's like going to Trader Joe's and having the giving the award to the produce guy for recommending good lettuce." I'm like, nah. "Dude, you don't get this." <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, that produce guy, he doesn't tell you how much lettuce to take, when it's <laughs> the lettuce, the best that's type so of true. You know, how to consume that lettuce the best yeah. way for you. Right. You don't get that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it. Look at it. Go to a liquor store and ask the guy, like, you know, what's the benefit of this whiskey over that whiskey? <laughs> he's not going to tell He's going to be like, dude, I don't know. Buy a bottle, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. one's bigger than the other. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean, you really get, like, if you think about it, the bud tenders are, are giving more information about the product that's being sold in that environment than just about anywhere else you could possibly go anywhere in the world for anything. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing you're going to come to is maybe a car salesman, but he's a car salesman. Yeah. Can't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's real talk. So, like, did you have any struggles or, um, like, any uh, obstacles you had to get through when you were doing this? Yes. What were some, like, the main things that stood in your way? Well, I don't even, I'm not trying to be, like, you know, come up with a clever answer for you. I just had a knee-jerk reaction to the first one, which is, you know, I mean... When I started the company, I put a lot of my own money into it, but we had brought on shareholders, and I had to explain to a bunch of shareholders why I was spending $1.2 million on an event that was going to bring me hundred grand, <laughs> because that's what I did. Our first year, we knew it was going to be something we had to show up, and we yeah. had to do what we had to do. We had to show up and say, this is real, and we're not, we're not going to pull any punches. We are going to go full on. Yeah. We're going to do this thing. We're going to do it the right way, no matter what it costs. Because we want people to understand that this is an event that is worthy of that kind of care and attention. 
you know, Rocky, when we talked the other night, you mentioned to me that was one of the things that, like, you walked in and everybody was like, whoa, like, this is like the Academy Awards. Yes. You know? And now that's exactly the reaction I wanted from people. Yes. If you start off on anything in life, I don't care if it's bud tending or building your own, you know, detail business, whatever it is, if you're passionate about something, you will do well at it. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it does open up doors. I mean, it's it's something I see all the time. You have networking at your fingertips when those uh, cannabis companies, they come into your store, um, make friends, get business cards, call people, get to know them. That's what they need. They want it anyway. They, they ask, right? Yeah. Hey, you know, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out. It's never like they don't give you that business card with their phone number and all that good stuff on it. Utilize the networking that you have at your fingertips. But the Bud Tender Awards, I mean, it's when networking goes ham sandwich. Yes. Right? Literally. And um, you get to meet a lot of people in the business and in the industry. I've made some really good friends. And that's another really great thing. I've made some really great friends with Bud Tenders in other areas um, of the United States. Um, I have also been able to network out this uh, situation here with the, the High Bud Tenders yeah, podcast. Sure. Um, speaking engagements, things of that nature. It's just huge situation that you can make much bigger in your life. You know what I mean? It could, it could be a small thing. It could have been, yeah, I won the Bud Tender Award and your award could sit on a shelf and you could be like, I did this. Or you can use those networking opportunities to really help yourself grow and get your name out there. Yeah, I feel like in, in this industry, it's all about your hustle because you can get as much as you want out of this industry if you just put your all into it. Like you said, you just, if you have that passion, then there's nothing going to stop you because there's so many um, like unopened doors because mm -hmm. the industry's so new. So you can create your own idea or do whatever because nobody else is doing it yet. So as long as you have that passion, like there's nothing stopping you because who says that that wouldn't work because it's a new industry. Nobody knows yet. Yeah, and also too, you know, there's that saying which is it's a little like a fortune cookie, but it, it makes a lot of sense. Which is water seeks its own level. Yeah. You know, when you find other people that are passionate like you and you put them on the same team, you got a, you got a lot of horsepower. Like my team is, uh, you know, we've got really special people on our team: Julian, Amanda, and Sabrina, and Lawrence. And you know, shout out to those guys because I couldn't do anything I was doing without them. I mean, I had the vision for it, but make no mistake, they executed it. Yeah. They made it happen. Right. If it wasn't for them, it never would have happened, and that's the truth. Um, <clears throat> these people that work in my office and on my team don't show up for a paycheck and yes, they get one, but they show up because they saw this visceral reaction we had from the community and everybody felt like, wow, like, you know, what, no matter their level of religion or spirituality, it's like you pray hopefully in life to help others. And if you get an opportunity to do that, it becomes bigger than you and you, you just put your all into it and all of a sudden it becomes more than a job. And that's what happened to us. I mean, quick, quick, quick story to your thing about the challenges. I had the one that I mentioned, but the other big one was we got a call from MGM. And granted, we, you don't know if you guys know this, we were the first cannabis event to ever be allowed on an MGM property ever. Right. You know, and yes. this was a big deal in it's Vegas. I mean, we had people from the wind coming by. I mean, I got a phone call from uh, the the CEO of, of MGM or his office and saying, hey, look, we got a little bit of an issue here. We heard that you guys said you were giving out free weed. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I think I forgot that. I think he was like marijuana. I mean, he didn't use the word weed. He was a little more professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But he, he calls me and says this and he goes, <clears throat> we got to do something about this. And I said, well, first of all, I didn't say that. 
and I found out the source is there's uh, Las Vegas Review Journal did an interview with me. And at the time, I didn't really know who they were because I don't live in Vegas, although I'm here every two weeks, so I should practically get a place here. Now I know. I did an interview with them, and it was a great interview, and they published it. But then Casino.org picked up that article, and I said that we were in, in Las Vegas Review Journal that we were going to be able to hand out, sample, and sell hemp-based CBD because of the Farm Bill Act. It was true. Right. Now, that was the truth. Right. They said that I was going to sell, sample, and distribute weed. So here all of a sudden I got this problem with MGM. Boil it down. On the first day of the event at 1 p.m., we get a notification that we're meeting the top brass. They're coming up the escalator. They want to see what we're doing. Right. After we, we dealt with it, they were cool. Right. They were, they're the coolest. I, I love, I got to say, the people at MGM, Chuck Bowling, who's the president and CEO of the Mandalay Bay property, um, you know, a lot of the big heads over there are just really good people. So they, they right. cared enough to get into it with us rather than just pass judgment. They come up the escalator. <clears throat> I'm greeted by about 18 suits. And it's me and one of my partners. And we're standing there and like, I just got to keep a straight face and a little smile. You know, not too big of a smile, not too, you know. And they walk up and I got, I got general counsel. I got the chief compliance officer, senior vice president of entire MGM properties worldwide. Uh, we have uh, the, the vice president, uh, the president, the COO. I'm talking, I mean, like everybody is short. And the federal gaming commissioner was invited to join that group. Right. They didn't come because they, you know, they weren't too concerned. But, you know, MGM's looking out for the gaming license right. because this is cannabis. Right. Now, they are leaning forward into it in all the respect ways, and they trusted us. And I'm so grateful for that trust because we've right. never broken it. We did everything they asked us to do, and we didn't advocate for weed on property or anything like that. We wanted to professionalize the industry and say, hey, look, this, we're setting the bar. Right. I made a couple jokes, ha, 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 with them. They laughed. We, had, we broke the ice, and then they said, look, we don't want to stifle your group or your crowd, but we just want to see this because this is the first time we've ever done this. We're interested. They come walk the floor. I go over to Chuck Bowling about <clears throat> half hour after, you know, everybody kind of had time. And he's standing there, and I walk up next to him. And I go, so what do you think? And he goes, well, Keith, he goes, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, but you know, the general thought and what he was expressing to me was, he's like, you guys did a great job. We're proud to be partners with you. And so now coming up for this next year, again, we're back in Mandalay Bay. Right. But there's been a lot of challenges along the way. No question. And the challenge is always the same thing. People's perception of cannabis. Yeah. It's that, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's up to us to approach those challenges and just use it as a, a education opportunity. Like, you know what? It's really not bad at all. Like, come take a look. Like, you said, like, they just want to see what's going on. I'm pretty sure they walked in thinking one way, walked out, probably thinking a little bit different. Like, you know what? I fuck with these kids. You know, they can come back next year. So, yeah, like, the the education and just bringing people in. I think sometimes as a, with the cannabis community, we sometimes want to just, like, stay enclosed and keep people out. But I feel like we have to bring people in and let them know, like, hey, this is not bad at all. It can help a whole bunch of people. Right. Well, those doors and those walls are being kicked down and broken down as we continue to do things like this and to talk, you know, and, and to just open up the conversation, change the narrative. One of our speakers, and I'll keep this real short, uh, one of our speakers was a guy named Brant Pimbidic, good, great friend of mine. Brant's a big TV producer, <clears throat> and he's one of the best speakers I've ever heard because he's so engaging. And he comes in, he has this whole thing about, you know, uh, cannabis versus alcohol. I think I already mentioned this to you, right? Yeah. But like, I'll tell, retell the short version. No, no, please. He's like, alcohol is like, you know, he had this whole PowerPoint. <laughs> alcohol is like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It, alcohol is Ferris. And cannabis is Jeannie, Ferris's sister. You know, why does Ferris get to do all this great stuff? You know, 
with alcohol, you've got the Clydesdales and you've got the Dockers and the cheese and the wine. And like, it's very romantic, right? Nobody, there's no ads about people puking in the alley from getting to <laughs> getting handcuffed by their, their frat bros yeah. and painted on their faces. Like, you don't see that stuff. You see the memes on social media, but there's no ads for alcohol, right? In cannabis, you got reefer madness. Yeah. You had a movie that shows people going crazy and jumping off of buildings thinking they can fly when they smoke weed. Yes. So it's up to people like us to come out and set the proper narrative that this is a big deal. Yeah. And we don't have to romanticize it like alcohol and keep up with the with the Joneses of booze. But what we do have to do is set our own course for what the truth is. And this is let's go back to bud tenders. Yep. Frontline. You are in charge of setting that narrative and the way that you deal with people and the way you talk to people and the way you educate them. And keep a smile on your face because people are intimidated when they come into shops. Yeah, 100%. It's like someone who's never really worked out before and they're, like, they're going to get a workout to the gym and they go in the gym and the dude at the front's like, what's up? Like, you know, <laughs> like you're just, it's like it's a little uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, you, just, yeah, yeah. you want someone to make you feel comfortable and you can hear them better. Right. There's that saying, people listen to reply more than they do to hear. But it's like when you're a bud tender who's listening to hear people, yeah. you get to help them. Yeah. Right? You treat everybody like it's their first time doing cannabis yeah. that's how i always <clears throat> think to myself even if they come in and they're really good and they're they've been smoking for years etc i always am like um still asking all the questions asking all the yeah. questions i'm making you super comfortable because in the end you have a task right you have to make money for the company but at the same time you want that return customer it always feels good when they come back and they're that's like oh my god rocky you took care of me um so it's, it's that narrative between the two. And I feel like you have to um, be able to get really hone that skill really well in order to be a really good bud tender. You have to be able to understand that the business has to go quick, right? Yeah. You have to know your product. I say this over and over again. Know your product, know your product. Even if it's changing, you should be able to explain something even if you haven't tried it. Mm -hmm. You should be able to still have no issue whatsoever. And keep the business running smoothly. Yeah. Um, and that, and the only way to do that is to be a good bud tender, be treat people like it's their first time, make them feel welcome, even if they're real comfortable with cannabis. Mm -hmm. And especially if they're not, you take you have to take your time. But at the same time, you can lead that way. If you're a good bud tender, you know where you're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna get you in. We're gonna make you feel comfortable. We're gonna get you out so that you can enjoy yourself. Was there, I wanted to ask, like, was there anything, like an incident or like a moment that made you want to focus on like butt tenders? Like, you know, what made you say what well, they need to get their appreciation, they need to get their flowers right now? Yeah. Um, there was one specific moment where I went into a shop near my house and um, I met this guy, Adam, Adam Fleischman. I'm, like, I'm hoping I'm not murdering his last name. It's either Fleischman or Fleischman. And, uh, you know, he was a manager over there. Sorry if was a butt tender manager. And I just remember talking to him and he was just like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really understand too much of the differences. I was kind of testing him a little mm -hmm. bit. And he just started telling me about, like, the product in a way that wasn't just, like, uh, routine. You could tell he really knew what he was talking about and he liked what he was talking about. And I'm like, man, this is just, this is a moment for me because I feel like in the reality of the world, there's bud tenders out there that just sell weed. Because yeah. yeah. they're, look, it's not one size fits all, right? right. And then you've got people like you. And like you, who mm -hmm. who care enough to do like a show like this, right? Mm. I mean, it's clearly like there's a major difference, right? It's no contrast and it's dramatic contrast. 
But when you find people that are passionate about what they do, and I don't care what business it is in, if you have the ability to do something, to really ramp something up and make it bigger and better so you give people a platform, and that's my job and that's my role, my, my job in that instance is to stay out of the way, just do this and make it happen and see where it goes and let it take on a life of its own. You know, anything really, uh, there's all these great cliches, anything worth doing is worth doing right, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like if you're going to do something, you're going to put your time into it because you only have so much time on this earth. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spend time doing something, make sure you at least give it your all. Right. You know, and, and you give that platform to people and you see how they interface with it. And just like this with you and your story the other night, you, you know, I don't know, uh, you probably wouldn't tell this part of the story yourself, but I'll tell the story. We're sitting there at dinner and Rocky was telling about her experience from the Bud Tender Awards and my team and Amanda and Julie who were at dinner with us, they were literally in tears. <laughs> it really affected them, you know? Yes. And it's not just because of your story, but because of how your story connects to their story. Mm-hmm. Right. You see that? You find that common ground between people because you're all kind of on one platform together. Right. Very true. Well, people need to know that all that hard work, <clears throat> there was a real good reason for it. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, if there was any reassurance that I can give on my end, man, it was going to definitely be that because um, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Again, I have to tell you guys, I say this like every moment I can. It's a wonderful opportunity. Do not pass it up. Uh, we talked about that before, and I feel like uh, you want doors to open. They open for a reason. You have to put a little effort into it. You've got to turn that knob. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to walk through that door. So there's there's things for you to do and there's opportunities, but you've got to do these things. You've got to make it happen. You know, the Bud Tender Awards, they help in ways of being like, hey, here's some networking. That's hard stuff, man. You don't get that often. Mm. I mean, to be in the one room with... A bunch of different, you know, cannabis companies and all, you know, all with the common goal mm-hmm. to see this cannabis industry thrive. And even to be like, all those, if you go through that whole expo and you talk to everybody, everybody's appreciative of the butt tenders. Yeah. Every single person. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's good to hear because I think people, sometimes they need to hear that too. You know what I mean? Especially when you're right, when you're working in the environment where you have that turn and burn because there are a lot of dispensaries are super small and your job is to really just get them in and get them out yeah you know what i mean asap you know um especially ones by airports and stuff you know what i'm saying so it happens but the end goal on this situation with the bud tender awards for you guys what is it that you want to see future what is what is the big picture for the bud tender awards yeah, thanks for asking that question because that's a really big one for me. I love to talk about the future um, or the planning of what's next. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> um, you know, last year we had Cypress Hill perform. And by the way, it's funny because they weren't going to do it at first and went Bud Tender Awards. And they're trying to figure out what is this for? And I explained what the Bud Tender Awards was. And I'm friends with their manager, Deb. And they keep, she's like, give me an hour. I called me back. She's like, we're in. I'm like, great. <laughs> it's like, you know. B-Real's got his shops, you know, he gets it, man. They're all, they're all down. Like they're cool. Yeah. They're cool as fuck. So, um, but so future for Bud Tender Awards, we have two events coming up. We've got February 17th to the 19th at Mandalay Bay. We've got a great room there. Uh, it's the Ocean, Oceanside Ballroom. Uh, kind of like last year. It's, it's like a convention hall, but it's a ballroom. So it's already got carpet and it's just a nice place to do the expo. Um, we're going to have a pre-party uh, registration just like we did last year where we, you know, we have all the food, we got the drinks, open bar. It's just a fun time. Everybody kind of gets together and just has the first kickoff night. We have two days, two and a half days of expo and education. Uh, we have speakers. Uh, we got Dave Tyreman, who is famous for many things, but Dave is uh, one of the guys who helped create the polo brand for Ralph Lauren. 
You know, I mean, you got guys like that that are talking about just like outside stuff, but it all comes back inside because it's about branding. And it's like people want to understand, you know, how products, you know, make it in, in the world. And it's like it's a cool listen. He's a great, great guy to listen to. But then we got Alan Shekelford coming, you know, the guy I referred to earlier who did the special Sanjay Gupta on CNN talking about CBD. We have a range of speakers that are just so interesting and cool to listen to. They're not boring people by any means. I made sure of that. Right. I don't like listening to boring speakers. Right. You can tell by the way I talk a little fast. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see on the radio. You can't see if you listen to this, but I'm using my hands. I'm all over the place, right? But it's it's like I can't sit there and listen to people that are boring. So we got great speakers. We're doing brand certifications. And this is the exciting part for me. We're now expanding the whole platform to include creative content from the entire community and anybody who wants to contribute it. So we're going to have documentary screenings. We're going to have film screenings, short films. If you got a script and you want that script read by somebody, we're going to have people reading those scripts and we're going to have like a competition for that too. We're just bringing music. You want to show up and just jam. Like, like we're going to do the whole creative thing. So think of like South by Southwest mm -hmm. for yeah. cannabis. That's yeah, our that's jam. That's our vibe. That's then, the future. That's an that's amazing future. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So September, so September now, and I don't want to, we can't pass over February because right. February is obviously, we're still in COVID here. So we can only have, you know, a couple thousand people basically under one roof at any given time. Or right now it's technically a thousand, but we expect that to open up to be more by the time we get to February. Mm. It's late February too. Uh, <clears throat> but September, we feel is going to be completely open. Based on conservative expectations right now and real metrics and real data, we're expecting over 20,000 people in September. Oh, wow. So we went from 2,000 people our first year to 20,000 coming up. We have a 300,000 square foot uh, exhibit hall in Mandalay Bay. We're going to have 1,350 booths, even though we could fit 1,500. But the reason why we did that is because if you look at our floor map from above and you're looking down on it, it looks like a spaceship. It's kind of all these tentacles reaching into the center. And the center of the whole trade show floor is our big booths. With lounges and bean bags and experiential marketing. We're gonna have taco trucks inside there. We're gonna be having donut walls, free ice cream, guys rolling hand almonds and warm chocolate and powdered. Like we've got breakfast, snack, lunch, and snack. We're and it's all comped. There's no box salads at our events. Right. So we've got the food, we've got the 3D step and repeats, we've got the nitrogen popcorn, the photo booths all over the place. Experiential marketing throughout the whole place. You kind of wanna get lost in it like a maze. Right. And just have fun. Right. And there's all these cool lounge areas, like I said, because people just want to network and chill. You don't want to sit there and just go like, this isn't a dental convention. Like yes. this is like, this is a cannabis community convention. It's about the lifestyle. People just want to hang out with cool people and have a good time. Then we've got at that event though, we took over the Mandalay Bay pool on Wednesday, the 29th of September. And we're having a pre-party there. It can hold 5,000 people at any given time, but we're going to have special DJ, special little mini concert there. Oh. Then we get to Saturday. And so we have the Expo Education. Some, some of our sponsors are going to rent some mansions around town. There's going to be some great parties. Last year we had a party at Mike Tyson's house. That was dumb. We got, we got, I believe we got Mike coming back this year. and We're talking with him. I'm supposed to get together with him, I think, in the next week or so. Nice. And do a little interview with him for this documentary they're doing on Bud Tender Awards. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because they were one of our first sponsors. But then on Saturday night, October 2nd, we have the, uh, we got at, the, at the Mandalay Bay, we have the event center. And the event center holds 15,000 people. And we're going to have a big, massive concert right after we do the Bud Tender Awards in that, in that center. Oh so the Bud Tender Awards will be in front of thousands of people. And we're going to have an opening band, Bud Tender Awards. And then we're going to have a closing band. I can't say who the closing band is yet. But I will tell you that this is a closing band that everybody who's listening to this absolutely 1,000% knows who they are. And it's big time. 
Holy shit. So you just got to come to find out. I mean, how do you yeah. jump Cypress? Like, yeah. yeah. like, I mean, Trust on. me, man. I, I love Cypress. Cypress was Cypress so killed good. It. Yeah, that was that was good. Because they didn't just do like a standard set. They just kind of, kind of a mashup of stuff, you know? Yeah. It was really good. I was off the hook. So, um, but yeah, the future of the Bud Tender Wars is looking very bright because we're we're not closed-minded to anything. We just want to have this creative environment where people can get together, brands can interface with the bud tenders, bud tenders can interface with the brands. Everybody in between from cultivation, seed to sale, can just come under one roof. In fact, we're now calling the expo part of the bud tender awards G4 Live. So G is global, four is the four corners of the cannabis universe, and we have this graphic with these circles, and everything can fall into each corner, but all those bubbles overlap into the G4 logo. Right. Because it's all one, it's all in one inclusive environment for everything under the, under the whole cannabis umbrella. Right. Yeah. So, no, it was <clears throat> not getting rid of the Bud Tender Awards. We were at, no, a couple no, no. Bud Tenders uh, asked me about that, and I said, no, it's going to be still be the Bud Tender Awards. And, you know, the G four part of it is just an additional extra. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening, listen closely. If you didn't hear, rewind and listen again. Did you hear all the good stuff that's happening? Yeah. Holy cow, I'm super excited. Well, the education. <laughs> like, the, yeah. the G4 portion on top of yeah. the Bud Tender Awards portion. I mean, it makes it so much more exciting. Well, the Bud Tender Awards, to be clear, is our special event that we yeah. have at G4 Live, which is the party, the award ceremony, the 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 bands, the artists, the, the cocktails, the just the club, you know? Right. The environment that we want to have. Right. That is the party. So Bud Tender Awards is very special and will never be corrupted. It's just that the G4 Live experience was really more about the expo. Right. You know, because we're going to be streaming. We're going to have all, you know, influencers are going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff and, then, you know, going live. And it's just the whole G4 Live is like this thing. It's like South by Southwest. It is so weird to <clears throat> walk into um big expo hall and, like, run into, like, Jackie 420. Mm -hmm. And then you stop and you're like, wow, look at Koala Puffs right there. Chilling. <laughs> and then you're like saying hi there. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you know, trippy hippie, all these different uh, influencers. And they're just having the time of their life. Yeah. Like the parties were amazing. Everybody was intermingling. You would have never, if you didn't know the cannabis community, you wouldn't have known the difference between the influencers and the people that own businesses and the people that were just chilling. The tenders, yeah, the yeah, butt tenders. Yeah, everybody was just hanging, chilling. It was just a really great vibe, 100%. And uh, again, you meet these great people and that own great businesses and uh, you make all these wonderful connections, man. The connections are amazing. Yeah, I think to echo what you just said, you put people in an environment where you're not at their place and they're not at yours. And it becomes this common ground to actually just have some real connection. Just forget what you do for a living. You're just right. people hanging yes. out, right? Like I, I go do this adventure club with my buddy Brandt, one of our speakers, and he's just all this crazy shit. We do sharks, great white shark diving. We just he comes up with these crazy adventures, and they're not tour guided by any means. Like they're legit. Like you know, right behind, you. right? But, 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 but last time we did this, this shark dive, when we're on this great white shark dive, but we're on there with like the top Hollywood stunt woman, this huge TV producer who produces all these shows everybody knows, and like you know this actor, and it's like you got all these really rich people and these celebrities and everything, but like nobody was a was a tool. Like everybody was cool because we were on a boat mm. off Guadalupe Island in Mexico in wetsuits eating scrambled eggs for breakfast and getting tanks with sharks. Yeah. 
there was a neutral platform. Right. So everybody had these real connections and like, we're still all friends. Right. It's like the boat crew. Like we have our own like thread. We all talk all the time. We're when's the next one. But it's like when you put people at the Bud Tender Awards or G4 Live, it's like it's meant to be this place where it's like it's a free-for-all. Just yes. there's so many different things you can do. Right. You know, the parties, the expo, the education, the brand certifications, the documentary screenings, the film screenings, the parties at night, the concerts. It's like it's kind of an amusement park event for people who work in the community. It's so, dope. It's so exciting, man. I know. For real, I mean, I'm getting excited to hear myself say yeah, it. <laughs> so, I'm super excited. I said this when we were having dinner the other day. I'm like, I just want to get into a time machine. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Because it's going to be super dope. I mean, awesome. I'm just excited. Like this, you know, the, the next event is going to be huge. But I feel like you hit it right on the, you know, on the head when you said like a South by Southwest kind of thing. Yeah. Because I can totally see that happening you know, big, huge festival mm-hmm. with just all kinds of stuff going on. So like, I'm super excited, not only for this event, but for like future events because I just see this growing, Yeah, you know, beyond belief. Yeah, me too. And I appreciate hearing that feedback from you because that's the vision. You just, you want to realize the dream, right? Yeah. You know, and it, 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 it's, God, it sounds so cliche, but it's like you can't do what we're doing without the support of you. And nobody right. who's listening. It's like, I need people who are listening to, you know, go check out the website. Go look at our Instagram account. Yeah. Check it out. You know, and if you don't like something, by the way, it's like we hear it all the time. <laughs> like it's cool. Right. Like, I mean, you know, we had all these people comment recently, like, your, your shit's too black and dark. And like, there's too many black graphics. And we would start, we went on Brighters. You know, Sabrina, who works on our social media, she went and started doing all this, like, let's change the color pad a little bit. Got with our designers. And now you see them with some more bright, more video, more, you know, we, we change our stuff all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I did notice that, too. I'm going to be real honest yeah. with you. Yeah, there was a lot of real eye-catching uh, things, and, too, like the cutouts. You guys yes. do some really awesome cutouts and add features in the back, especially um, you feature a butt tender yeah. every, is it every? We do a weekly. A yes. weekly butt tender, yeah. Every week they do uh, a new butt tender. You should check that out for real. No lies. If you haven't done it, Instagram. That's another just really fun thing. And it's like a real, it's a really nice way to learn about a butt tender that is in a different state that has common interests and goals. There's a little bio there about that person. It is awesome. That is one of the best things you guys added. You know, I want to do something on this show if it's all right. I want, I want to promote that people go to our Instagram account. Okay. I'm going to give away a prize. Okay. Okay. I got to figure out how we're going to pick this, but I want to do it with you guys. Okay. Okay. You got to go like our Instagram page. And just tag two friends, okay? okay. And I'm going to put up a graphic, and I'm going to mention this show about this graphic, and 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 let's start it then. People go like that graphic and tag two friends for you guys, okay? Okay. And we'll pick a winner from there, and I'm going to pay for their airfare and their hotel, and I'm going to give them VIP passes to the whole all access experience. Holy what shit! <laughs> Did you hear that? Well, if you're not, if you're not right now listening, My and goodness. just like. Let's go. Yeah, that's that's one hell of a giveaway. Check you, you out. Shit. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I got to step up, right? Hell yeah. yeah. We're yeah, so, promoting this ASAP. Yes, yes. For sure, let us know. We'll yes. definitely talk. So, so, that, so just to redefine this, because it may be a little confusing, because I was literally coming up with that as I was saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so okay. dope. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to post a graphic for this show. All right. And you guys can let people know when that graphic is, is lit, Okay. And you're going to keep an eye out for it. You go, please go like the Instagram page now, but keep yeah, an yeah. eye out for it. And you're going to go, you're going to go tag two friends on that graphic. 
And I will work with you guys to come up with a strategy for how we are going to associate that graphic with some sort of an outcome that somebody gets to win. Oh man, that sounds amazing. That's something I could do. Listen, man, I'm, I'm ready. Dope. I'm ready. Man, uh, we appreciate you, man. You yeah, killed this. Appreciate you. Um, but before we let you go, we have to know, man. What's what you been smoking on lately? What's the last thing you smoked? Well, you, you know, what Rocky you and I. Oh yeah, Rocky oh. and I were talking about this GLP. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we rolled you. Here. Oh, did you really? Yeah, awesome. I love sure. it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I love the GLP uh, Mac and the Ghost OG. That's the same thing I just bought. I just bought a half ounce of Ghost OG and Mac. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, to be clear, Mac for doing some fun stuff and going out and whatever, yeah, you know right. what I mean? And at night, watching some binge on some Netflix and Ghost OG. Yeah, Ghost OG. Yeah, I got the Mac right here. So you're smoking <laughs> it's the same there. jar. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what's up. What did you get smoking on, Lady Rocky? Shit, and we're going to talk about this again because I'm almost like it's like the third week in a row we're going to talk about GLP. Um, but they threw that glue on fire in the mix, and I ended up smoking that shit. And I was Man, like, I oh my gosh, gang, gang. They dropped that so, on my off day, and it was sold out that uh, same day. Just uh, yeah. so good. <laughs> Well, the proof is in the pudding right there, man, because that, sh- that stuff really is, like, amazing. I keep saying, sh- you guys make amazing stuff. It's a shit. It does right. By, by any means. But really, <laughs> really quality. Quality bud. When you burn that bud, it's, like, white ash. It's super clean. You get a really nice high. And it's one of those, like, if I roll a joint, I can smoke that sucker half. And be good. And be good. I'll come back to it later. Come back to it later. Yeah. 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 And that's that's a big rarity. So for sure, yeah. been doing that in a moment. Jarrell, I was going to say, but I think, you know. Yeah, he stole my thunder. He did, smoked yeah. the same thing. <laughs> that ghost OG in the Mac. That's what I've been on lately. You came in with that, too. Yeah, that's my go-to right now. Yeah, we all had, like, the same. I was like, oh, I got a lot of. If you look, it's like a GLP situation. <laughs> yeah, going I love on. it. Like, seriously, one of the best things. Yep. So. Keith, we always ask this because, and I know this is going to be another fun time loaded question. <coughs> Take your time. If butt tenders have any questions about how to get nominated, where to vote, um, what they can do to get more active in the butt tender words, how they can do the uh, become a butt tender of the week, what is their best outlets? Okay, you got three. Um, I like that. I like threes, by the way. I'm a kind of a numbers guy. So this is the rule of threes for me. I know just about everything. Uh, you start off by going to budtenderawards.com and make sure you're nominated. And maybe, you know, I don't care if people nominate themselves. That's fine. Tell your friends about it. Let them vote for you. And check out, you see the activities we got going on. That'll yeah. give you some education on the event beyond what you heard from me. I did share some things that are not posted on the website, but that's what we're here to do. Right. Second one is like our Instagram account. And then you can also DM us on the Instagram account as well because Sabrina and Amanda and, you know, a couple people on our team really spend a lot of time on community management and we're very involved with that. We don't just blow people off on Instagram. Also, <clears throat> you can reach out to me too, if you want. Uh, I don't have a lot of followers, but uh, you know, uh, I do have an Instagram account and it's just Keith on trucking. Yeah. Keith on trucking with the G at the end of trucking. Yeah. You know, just keep like the belt buckle, Keith on trucking. And uh, you know, you can uh, go see some pictures of the great whites, show the great white sharks. <laughs> My, my personal page is a bunch of bullshit. It's just me, like, cool shit I've done. I just post it, you know. Like, I don't have a plan or a strategy for my own social media at all. Right. But if you DM me, I will respond. Nice. And I'm happy to do that because I this is not my job. It's, it's, it's corny as it sounds. It's my life. That's amazing. Yeah. Wonderful. And I'm going to tell you, man, 
for sure. This has been one of the best uh, high butt surgeries. This, this really, I mean, one of my favorites. We're gonna probably talk about this all day tomorrow for sure. But uh, I'm so grateful, you guys. I mean that. No, no, seriously. People uh, say that when they're about to get off a show. I get that. No, no, for real. But, I know. I mean, know. honestly, I even said it to you <clears> then uh, when we had dinner. I don't know if I've expressed this enough. I am so grateful and thankful to the Bud Tender Awards mm. for everything. Um, keep in mind, life is what you make of it. Take those little opportunities and make them real super big for yourself. It can happen. I'm still in the process of doing so, but I feel like I'm getting more and more there every single yeah. day. So it's it's a good feeling. And we got this drill for sure. So if you need to contact us for any reason whatsoever, go ahead and hit up our website. Please stop there, www.highbuttenders.com. Go to the bottom of the page and leave us a comment. If you are a butt tender and you want to be on the show or you want to give us a call, feel free to leave us a message and we'll get back to you. We're just like, honestly, just like the butt tender awards, we're going to get back to you ASAP. We do not mm-hmm. let you sit on that. And that is facts, by the way, because anytime I try to contact you guys for anything, it's lightning. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Great team. Um, so as always, guys, we appreciate you. Um, we love you very much for listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Keep on listening, and as always, stay high, but tenders. <laughs>